you're listening to CITR FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show with special guest DJ. Actually, who do we have in the studio right now? Hi, this is Roger Allen. Roger, you are back. I'm back. Yeah. You are back <laughs> for probably like the 51st time. Something like that, yes. On CITR Radio, who are you, Roger? Who are you? Uh, I guess I must be a history buff. I've always wanted to be a buff because I just keep, I won't let the history go. I I just keep coming back with more and more uh, information. And the last time people heard from you was what? We were talking about hardcore, right? Yeah, we did two episodes on hardcore music. And at the end of that second episode, I still had lots of music. And I was thinking like, well, there's a bunch of these bands from uh, Canada that we never even played. And I thought, oh, it would be cool. Maybe we could do like a show just on Canada. And I started going through all my uh, seven inches and I was putting aside like all these um, records like Tom Cochran, Parachute Club, um, uh, uh, Honeymoon Suite, Honeymoon Suite, uh, Alana Miles, all this stuff. I had this massive pile of the Guess Who in the band. And and I thought, well, this music's not so hot. I don't know if I want to play this. And I pushed that off the table, and I thought, well, why don't I go through all my punk and hardcore records? Why don't we do a Canadian hardcore show? And then suddenly I had this massive stack of records, and, and there's tons of bands I, I don't have access to, too. So why not do uh, continue the hardcore theme with just Canadian bands? Today on the Nardwarda Human Serviette radio show, Canadian punk hardcore! Yes. With special guest DJ... Crooked Walker. And what did we hear right off the top on Instrumental? Yeah, that turned out to be an instrumental that's from a Montreal band who I had been speaking with um, via Facebook and that called No Policy. And I found out about them by reading an interview uh, in a zine called Guillotine, where that was sort of a New York hardcore uh, zine where they interviewed Montreal's asexuals. I actually presented you with that guillotine fanzine as a present for as a thank you for coming on the Nardware to Human Survey radio show. I'm not sure what did you do back then? The the reason why you gave me that zine? Um I'm not sure. I think maybe I had mentioned the band Bold or something like that. I but know. I think you would come out to CITR and done one of your shows. Yeah. Like we'd done a show, maybe like new wave music or something yeah, related something. to that. So I thought right off the bat, Roger, I would give you another gift right here. Oh, wow. The Cramps Gravest Hits awesome. on Colored Vinyl. Oh, that's Could you amazing. describe to the listeners what this band is, how it's important to you, and what does it look like? Because it's yeah. a reissue. It is a reissue. Well, it's, uh, it's uh, yeah, the Cramps' Gravest Hits. I don't think I've actually ever even seen this before. Yeah, it has bright red vinyl, and uh, the middle sticker is cool because it's got a rainbow swirl through it. But yeah, it's got all sorts of their great songs, Human Fly, The Way I Walk, Domino. If it had uh, sunglasses after dark, that would be a grand slam. But uh, yeah, this is amazing. Thank you. And that's for you, Cricket Walker, Roger Allen. A little gift for you. But we heard right off the top, no policy, pass me my skate. And we'd like to thank Rebecca, Rebecca, because Rebecca provided some images that I tweeted out as well. Yeah, Rebecca, um, and she sent me a whole bunch of uh, handbills and various things in that song. And um, 
She said that uh, during in Montreal back in the early 80s, most of the local bands practiced at a place called the BBC. It was a two-story building turned into a rehearsal room, and other bands in that place were the Fair Warning, Genetic Control, Unruled, and of course, No Policy. And Genetic Control has recently been reissued. Yes, and, and No Policy. I think they reunited not too long ago and played some shows. I love that Rebecca also loved Vomit and a Zitz and Scum. Scum. Which we might be getting to indirectly, kind of, sort of, at least on the same record. It came from the pit. And also, Rebecca was in, later on, a reformed version of Frightwig. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Thank you, Rebecca. No policy. Pass me my skate off a cassette from 1984. So, Roger, what do we have coming up on this all-Canadian punk hardcore special? Well, before we continue, I just it's cool you gave me that Cramps album because, of course, I, I think I've mentioned it every single time I've been here. I saw the Cramps right here at UBC when I was a kid, and I brought in this. I wanted to show you, Nardwar, this Cramps 10-inch for Can Your Pussy Do the Dog? And it's interesting to me to see this because at that show here at UBC, I remember they had a merch table, and I bought a pin and a sticker, and my friend bought this super glossy zine. And this record was there on sale as well. And I just bought that record. Yeah, I just got that record yesterday. And uh, it's just funny because it's been who knows how long. Maybe it could have been what 35 years ago or something. I saw them play. And uh, suddenly I'm reunited with an album I remember seeing at that show. And limited special edition. And it's, I believe, is it red vinyl? No, it's not. It's black vinyl. But. Yeah, cool. So, and the record I gave you is also limited edition, yeah, too. I, yeah, limited edition, 1,339 out of 1,500. And your Cramps record is? It says number 1,294, so look at that. Pretty damn close. Pretty close. Right now, Roger, what do we have coming up? All Canadian, all punk rock. Up next, it's a Vank, or no, actually, I should say a Surrey band called The Fits. On CITR Ray. Dio! If our research does produce uh, the possibility of such a weapon, a defensive weapon that could uh, alter the balance, then I would be willing to come forth before any deployment and negotiate and discuss the deployment and the use of that weapon.
judge. The better part of the zero one. Well, there's a shot of behind every line. You kill the team for six of the night.
listening to CITR FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show with special guest DJ, Happy Valentine's, Crooked Walker, Roger Allen. And Roger, what did we just hear in that set? You love going from the top, don't you? From the top. We heard a Surrey band called, uh, if you don't know, British Columbia Surrey, not uh, the United Kingdom, The Fits with uh, Die High, and that was taken from a cassette, which I discovered at a friend's house in 100 Mile House a few years ago, which spawned a whole newfound interest in Vancouver hardcore for me, and that cassette was called Tales from the Western Shore. Uh, And um, I read in a a zine, No Cause for Concern zine from, it was like 1984, they had a scene report and uh, they had written up about several Vancouver bands and in there they compared the fits to uh, GBH, which is a pretty nice comparison. And in that same zine, they spoke about a band called Apostasy. I can't say this word, Apostasy. And that was the next song we heard and that song was called In My Life. And I also believe that they are from Surrey. And Surrey has a long sort of metal history with bands like uh, Witch's Hammer. And, um, yeah, I thought that, uh, Nardwar, do you have anything you want to say about that? Surrey, (laughs) British Columbia, Canada, home of No Fun, who were almost signed when people found out they were from Surrey, B.C. and not Surrey, England. They didn't get signed. Oh, really? That's the joke. And I think that's true. 
I remember no fun from listening to CITR when I was uh, like 13 on my boombox in my uh, bedroom at my parents' place. and uh, The Be Like Us tune, right? Me and Warren Beatty. Are me you're... and Warren Beatty and Mick Jagger have this. Is that that song? I know them from the Be Like Us song. Okay. Still rocking. And I, I, saw, I sort of saw No Fun perform at uh, Chapters one time because I believe uh, the members of that band were working there. And rest in peace as well to Paul from No Fun. Yes. Um, okay. And after that, we heard the, an Ontario band. We, we played quite a few songs there called Problem Children. And uh, that song is off of... Um, there is a whole compilation series called It Came From Canada, and perhaps this uh, compilation, It Came From The Pit, is a reaction from that, or for that. Um, and that band was called Problem Children, Thrashing With Your Parents. And uh, Problem Children, the band's original name was The Tits, and uh, they had problems getting shows, so they changed their name. And also on the compilation, No Policy. No Policy, yeah. They're on there as well. Oh, yeah, I could have played a song off of that, of them. But it was cooler to get the song straight from the source. Uh, after that, we heard Vancouver Island's very own and much regarded and regaled No Means No with the track Try Not to Stutter. And this 7-inch was purchased at a three-day music festival at the New York Theater, and Bolero Lava were playing when this was purchased as the merch table for two forty-nine. dollars And that, uh, you were saying? It's on YouTube. Yeah, you can actually see the The Independent concert. Music Festival... Check that out on YouTube. Type in No Means No, and you should get that. Yes. The entire festival is up there, including an amazing performance by the Enigmas. Oh, cool. Yeah, I like the Enigmas. They're, uh, they have a saxophone in their band, which is always tough, but they are good. That record, the No Means No record, came with an insert, too, a cool insert. Is that the insert you were talking about? No, it had, like, a cool poster. Oh, okay. I guess it's not uh, – maybe it – it was on a wall, and it got torn down, and it was never the same. Um, and again, after that, we heard another No Means No track off of uh, Wrong. Uh, what, sorry, what was that song? Oh, no. Oh, no, which is... Bruno. A, oh, no, Bruno, which was a, originally a... I think a Hanson Brothers song, because originally the No Means No, when he did the Hanson Brothers thing, it was like No Means No clones to Ramones. So I'm pretty sure that used to be a Hanson Brothers song that they adapted for their 100,000 selling alternative tentacles hit. Wrong. Wrong. And I, when I was in high school, I wore that uh, Three Guys Named Bob shirt, You Kill Me, like a lot, like quite a bit all the time. And... Uh, the funny thing is, I really didn't know too much about their music. I just thought that shirt was was really, um, well, I guess in bad. It's a little. I don't know. Is it um, is it in bad taste? I don't know. At the time, I thought it was kind of <laughs> funny. I got I got a reaction. Let's let's I'm gonna put it like that. Uh, and I could have sworn I saw No Means No at Expo '86 after there was a great big skateboard contest, the World Skateboard Contest. I could have sworn I saw No Means No at that show, but I can't find any info on it. So perhaps they were slighted, slighted to play, and they didn't play, because maybe that was the same day that Slow played and kind of ruined, or they ended the show for everyone else. I'm not sure that was the same day. It's all mixed up in my mind. Um, but that was, I know for certain, No Means No. Roger Allen running down the songs he played <laughs> on the Nardward a Human Serviette Canadian Hardcore Special. Canadian Hardcore Special. And I just for I, I guess just for fun, I'm holding these up to the camera. I assume there's one somewhere. I brought in these 
Canadian pressings of these metal albums because they were on bonsai, and uh, these are kind of hard to find and come by, and they're kind of worth some money. Like this Celtic Frost Morbid Tales uh, EP. It's considered, I always thought it was an LP, but it's considered an EP. And uh, it's on Bonsai. Metallica's Kill 'Em All. And you can actually find some death sentence footage playing the Arts Club on YouTube doing a Metallica cover. Oh, really? I didn't know that. That's awesome. And also this Trouble, the Skull album. This was on Bonsai as well. And this was a pretty unheard sort of doom metal band that my mother got me for Christmas when I was 13 years old. And those are Canadian pressings? Canadian Bonsai. Uh, Montreal, Quebec. Yeah, they're all, they're all, um, is this, yeah, Bonsai right there. Canadian pressings. Metal and punk go uh, together. Metal and punk. Um, and what are we going to do now? Mission <laughs> of Christ! Who are you going to play right now? Mission of Christ, any background? Or are you going <laughs> to inform people later? Uh, Mission of Christ, a great crossover, I guess you could call them, band from Vancouver Island as well. Friends, I would assume, with the members of No Means No. Could Featuring be. a young uh, Stephen McBean. Steve McBean, who is now in Black Mountain. On CITR Radio, Canadian Punk, with special guest DJ Roger Allen.
You're still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show with special guest DJ. I'm just, yeah, Roger. Full of double shots. Double shots and false endings. From the top, Roger, what did we hear? Because you love reading from the top. We have to go way back to Mission of Christ. And that track we played was called Crypts of Darkness. And I, I remember as a, t- as a teenager loving that song, running around screaming it, trying to get my voice to sound that way. And uh, apparently there was a big riff between Victoria and Vancouver punk bands. And perhaps Mission of Christ brought them together with their metal skater punk. Uh, that was a, a time I remember DRI kind of came out with that album crossover, Exodus and that kind of thing. But uh, Mission of Christ, Fractureside, uh, uh, Unnatural Silence, uh, these bands really sounded punk, but also the they, the singer sounded punk, but the guitar sounded metal. So the, the, it was a great fusion. And featuring Steve McBean, who later went on to jerk with a bomb and black I don't know. Mountain. Oh, of course. Yeah, Black Mountain. And uh, I was thinking Red Tide because the next band we played. And Mission of Christ was recently reissued by Supreme Echo. By Supreme Echo. I, I will, and I will be. Out going, of Victoria. Out of Victoria. I will be going there tomorrow to uh, Supreme Echo to check out any music they may have. Um, and then we played Red Tide, which I believe Steve McBean was in. We played a song called War Criminals. And uh, Red Tide, another uh, Vancouver Island band. From Souk, B.C. From Souk, B.C., along with uh, Onion House, which were uh, another uh, Vancouver Island band. Nardwar, I bet you can name four more Vancouver Island bands. Rest in peace, Ken (laughs) Jensen, the drummer for Red Tide. For Red Tide. Ken Jensen played in DOA, too, didn't he? And that's where he died, at that house fire. I think basically at first and kind of first and Clark area. Right. Well, that was a, a you know, that's a tragedy, and um, but you know the music. He lives, lives on. The music lives on. Um, after Red Tide, we played Fractureside, and I I'm pretty sure I saw Fractureside play in Surrey at the Great um, Kennedy Hall, and I remember distinctly walking through. There's an underpass under the Granville Street Bridge uh, near Granville Island, and it's kind of a it's a bit, bit of a spooky little thing when you're walking through it at night. And the whole wall was spray-painted Fracture Side. And uh, later, my friend had the album, and I put it all together. And we heard Razor Piss. And, uh, on Final Notice Records. On Final Notice Records. I believe that was the first uh, album on Final Notice, and Onion House were the second. And they have very—actually, wasn't Stephen McBean in Onion House, too? That was their attempt to make something different than— uh, a natural sign or a mission of Christ. Final notice. Kim Kinnigan's <laughs> record label. I, all of that could be wrong, but I believe that was, that's right. And, and yeah. fratricide. Eric actually retweeted a picture because we're sending out some pictures of records that you're playing. Again, we're talking to uh, Crooked Walker. Kind of doing a history of all. Oh, well, your selection of Canadian punk, not a history, yeah. but your selection. It's easier to do things where you don't say it's some sort of history because then there's no real like nobody can dispute. It's just we're playing music that was Canadian uh, hardcore music at the moment. But we tweeted out some pictures at Nardwar N A R D W U A R if you want to look at them, and Eric responded. Another retweet today. This time because at Nardwar appears to be spinning <laughs> the fratricide Mission of Christ 7-inch I played on as a kid. Thanks, at Nardwar. 
well, just turn on the radio and you can uh, you can actually hear it. So it's not it's not it's not a false accusation because it actually is happening. And thank you, Roger Allen, because you introduced me to Ape War. I met one of the gentlemen from Ape War. Okay, you probably met Jason. Jason Wood, and um, he is the one. I, I don't know if I should have said his full name, <laughs> but anyways, he's in uh, the band Ape, or he was in the band Ape War, and we played that because I feel that uh, they're a, a Vancouver band, a Delta band, and um, very much in, the, I would say, in sort of that metal punk vein. And Jason was a big influence on me musically because I met him when I was. I met him, man. I met him when I was probably eight years old, and we've known each other obviously ever since. And um, he. His sister was good friends with Len Morgan, and Len Morgan had idle thoughts, and bands would send uh, demos and albums and things to him to hopefully have in the, the zine. And, you know, we were just kids in this uh, Delta little town, you know, and, and we had like Lama and Void and all this incredible music, like way back in 1984, and that made a huge impression on me. So I was lucky to have met him. And Jason, and he's still, you know, playing. Well, he's not in the band now, but I'm sure he's doing something musically. And rest in peace, Len. Yeah, Len. He was, uh, he was a. Uh, I, I remember, uh, Len Morgan was a brave guy. I remember him going to his high school graduation in a dress, and he came to. Um, I mean, and this is in 1985, in a small town. Uh, he came as a in a dress and in a passenger in a 12 wheel like rig. You know what a 12 wheel truck. That was his, everybody else's in limos and things. He definitely made um, an entrance. <laughs> Ape War, a double shot of Ape War, as I alluded to. Yeah, uh, one of those, um, that's the funny thing when we play all these records because we know all the ins and outs. As anybody out there wants to be, a, uh, needs a consultant, we can tell you, put your record speed, put the songs on the different sides of the, of the album, you know, tell us when the song ends. Watch out about the labels, because for Red Tide, I played the wrong song. The wrong song, because if you say this side, this song, that side, that song, it can be confusing. The order is important, and also with No Means No, I played the wrong speed. Wrong speed. you got to put the speed on. you got to know. you gotta, you got to help us. We're helping. We're trying to help you. Help us help you. Right now, what do we have coming up? Speaking of the history of Canadian hardcore. You're tuned into the history of Canadian hardcore music. Uh, we're going to play SNFU, um, and she's not on the menu. And this is is a very rare 7-inch um, that has a, what is it? It has a dance mix of uh, she's not on the menu. On the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show, Canadian hardcore punk with special guest DJ Roger Allen.
I wasn't sure, I asked them in, I asked them to stay for a while. They agreed, they sat for a team, both drinking with a smile. But I felt this pound deep inside of my head, and I tried to cover the pain. The hurting it, just so I stopped, but I confess I was truly insane. You're still listening to the Nardwar, hopefully, human serviette radio show with special guest DJ. I'm Roger, Roger, Roger. Crooked Walker doing the Canadian punk thing. Yes, we are playing some Canadian punk. Not history of Canadian punk. We're just playing some Canadian punk. And what did we hear from the top there, Roger? Well, this would be the third hardcore episode i believe and we're just playing uh, canadian music this time and right off the top we heard this uh, really rare snfu uh she's not on the menu dance mix um seven inch and speaking of dance music i know nardwar your first show was this brain eater and skinny puppy double bill and look at this i have a brain eater and skinny puppy album holding up right now can you see them yes i can can you explain a bit about the skinny puppy record and how they fit it in to the local scene i saw brain eater and skinny puppy together at the new york theater but what is the relationship between brain eater and skinny puppy to hardcore <laughs> well it's not and a... explain those records too yeah well not a direct Link, but that was SNFU, which are I think considered a hardcore band, and oddly enough, that's that's a dance mix, and some other Canadian bands would have been playing. I think Skinny Puppy are kind of considered dance music, and Brain Eater they're kind of making dance music. And I know your first show because you told me was these two bands, so I thought it would be good banter if I brought these in. That Brain Eater record is kind of rare, isn't it? Could you describe? It's self-released, right? Yeah, I believe this isn't on a record label. And my real memories of Brain Eater were uh, the the girls when I was in high school that were in like grade 12 and that. They all uh, would wear the Brain Eater t-shirts. It was kind of like the a... The blockhead. Yeah, the blockhead, gothy things. And there was a store downtown Vancouver called The Web where you could buy Brain Eater's um, art on various things like, like shirts and albums and prints and things like that. And... Uh, uh, does that answer the question? Right below it is Skinny Puppy, kind of worn, right? The cover is worn. Very if, if you were to grade down on eBay. Uh, it would be, <laughs> it probably wouldn't even be in the rating. The album is great, but the album cover is completely destroyed. And I loved uh, your interview with, uh, I believe it was Ogre. And it's something that, for some reason, the thing I took out of that interview was that he worked at a Safeway test uh, location where they would test new technologies. I remember that vividly. <laughs> At 13th and Lonsdale. Yeah. The and, Safeway there, which the has sa- now been demolished. Oh, it has? Oh. I think so. Um, so that was what I took out of that. And then, actually, Skinny Puppy, I never really listened to back when they were actually making the music, but recently, in the past few years, 
I've actually grown to appreciate Skinny Puppy and Killing Joke and, and more industrial type music. So those bands, in case people are wondering, are from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. I Brain Eater yes. and Skinny Puppy, but we heard SNFU from Edmonton. Uh, SNFU? I thought they were from... Are they from Edmonton? This is going to be controversial. They're from Edmonton. Okay, they're from Edmonton. Uh, yeah, we heard SNFU with She's Not on the Menu. Then we heard SNFU with I Forget. And then we heard... SNFU was Slave Driver, and I remember having the SNFU t-shirt when I was in grade 8 or 9. A lot of things happened when I was in grade 8, and my parents were like, huh, what is that image on that shirt, and what does SNFU mean? And I said, it means sausages never fry unevenly, and they said, okay, I guess that's okay. But what it what it I don't know if they've I, I don't know if they've have have they ever actually I was did you up, just come up with that right then and there when I was a kid yeah um, you well, were quick I was quick and well my friend and I Jason again we I think came up with that while running around the track during gym in high school but uh, I believe it means society's no fucking use yeah right? society's no fucking use um, which is totally different than the sausage thing. And after that, uh, we played Beyond Possession with Telltale Heart. And I remember first hearing Beyond Possession on a Thrasher skate comp, which was very influential on me, called Wild Riders of Boards. And, and they had a lot of amazing bands on that. And that song was the Telltale Heart. And I saw Beyond Possession at the New York Theater in Vancouver. I distinctly remember going outside, and the guys were sitting in the back of their van selling records and that's probably where that record came from I could be wrong but I believe that's where it's from because I believe my friend Jason was at that show as well and who was playing that show that was a suicidal tendencies show beyond possession I believe a band a band called Dioxin played there and off the top of my head I don't remember the other bands there was a bunch of bands that was the day after I got hit in the face with a skateboard and spent all night in a dentist having my teeth wired back into my head and no idea why, but my mom said, yeah, sure, you can still go to that show because my whole face was in bandages. And uh, I remember standing out front of the concert waiting to go in with my hands in front of me like, please, no one hit me in the face. Beyond Possession from Calgary. From Cal- Calgary. Calgary. And actually, Roger, these records right here, could you tell the people a bit about these records? These are some Canadian hardcore records. Again, today we're playing some Canadian hardcore. is isn't the history of Canadian hardcore, but is there anything you could say to the people out there in Radio Land? Could you describe and tell people about these records? Um, okay. Well, this record is called Hype, and the, the album is called Burned. The, I, I Actually, I, I don't know. I've never heard of this. I don't know anything about this. On Fringe. On Fringe, same as uh, Death Sentence, I believe it was on Fringe Records. Um, I, I don't know what to say to that. From Hamilton, Ontario. From Hamilton, Ontario. And then there's another band right here. The whole band is called Calgary. Ba-boom. The Calgary Compilation. <laughs> Calgary Compilation with such uh, amazing bands like Zero Hour. I remember Zero Hour because they're kind of like a metal band, and I read about them in a zine, and I actually played their uh, music here once on your show, yeah. And Color Me Psycho. Color Me Psycho. I actually remember them, too. Um Color Me Psycho, that it's like a sort of like sounds like insane clown posse or something like that. Color Me Psycho. An amazing band. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. And actually, you've got a lot of stuff here I've never heard of. I don't know this band either. The Unwanted from Winnipeg. Unwanted. Uh, Winnipeg had a great punk scene because Stretch Marks, Personality Crisis, and now this, Unwanted. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know this band either. Boy, you're sure, you're sure showing me. And then the Ruggedy Ends. Ruggedy Ends, I know them. Um, definitely know them uh, because of uh, 
uh, that it came from the pit comp. They're on there. And I believe they're an all-female band, right? Yes, from yeah. Winnipeg. Which was, a, which was somewhat of a rare thing back then. Back, this album's probably from 1984 or 5, something like that. So that's cool. Uh, Sudden Impact. I know this band, but I don't believe I've ever actually heard them. Um, I, I, I recognize this graphic. I think I remember seeing T-shirts of this band. I, I don't remember them, though. But I don't remember. I don't know. And another <laughs> hype record. Hype? Is this uh, some, are you trying to make me look silly? Hype, life is hard, then you die. This album, I believe I've seen in zines or something, but I've never actually held or seen in person. So that's, that's cool. This is your educating me. And then, of course, Scum. And uh, it's got an interesting highlighted name there. Scum, Born Too Soon. And Scum, again, are on the, uh, it came from the pit comp. I know them. I think you were a big fan of Scum, right? The Jello Biafra rant on It Came From The Pit Record. Yeah. And then, of course, I know I've, I know I've heard you uh, shout out these guys several times before. Youth, Youth, Youth. And uh, wasn't Stephen Hamm in Youth, Youth, Youth? He wasn't. They're actually from Toronto. Oh, okay. Brian was in Youth, Youth, Youth. And Brian has Rotate Disc Records from Toronto. And again, yeah, and this says Fringe. So um, I've seen, uh, I've been looking at Death Sentence cassettes on... Uh, eBay recently on French records and this album the Nils I really love uh, the Nils I think I, I spent days researching the Nils for something I played on your show uh, scratches and needles or something like that um, but I, I love the Nils I don't know if they're hard if they're a hardcore band they're kind of a, they kind of fall into like the replacements sound whereas the replacements early music was sort of considered hardcore but then they kind of I guess mellowed out a bit but these are all great records from Montreal and direct action as well Direct action. These all have price tags on them. Is all for sale? Ba-boom. <laughs> uh, what is the most you paid for a hardcore record? The most I've paid? And what is the most you've seen a Canadian hardcore record priced at that you want? Uh, well, the most I've ever paid for a hardcore record, to be honest, I haven't really... Canadian hardcore. Canadian hardcore record. I haven't purchased too many um, hardcore albums in the last 25 years, but... Uh, that SNFU seven inch, I saw that on Discogs. That one's valued at around three hundred and fifty bucks, or maybe four hundred, I guess, because it's in American money. Uh, and uh, there's an exchange with that. Uh, but that SNFU seven inch is probably the most expensive what one. What about I've seen. the Genetic Control that's recently reissued? Yeah, Genetic Genetic Control. That seven inch is a valuable record. I don't have it. I've seen it on uh, eBay once or twice, but it's it's one of those things that's so rare that like. You, you don't even have the opportunity to buy it if you want it. It would be like 300 or 400 bucks, wouldn't it? Or uh, more? I don't know if it would be that high. What about The Gentleman of Horror? Their uh, original 7-inch, it goes for 500 bucks, something like that, doesn't it? If, I think so. If you can find it. I, don't, I think there's only like a couple, maybe 100 copies of it out there. You probably have one, right? I do not. <laughs> but the listeners have the great tunes supplied by Roger Allen, Crooked Walker, Canadian hardcore punk. And winding up here, Roger, what do we have to play? What do we have to come? Uh, up next, we're going to hear Winnipeg's uh, Stretch Marks. On CITR Radio with special guest DJ Crooked Roger.
Again, you're listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show with special guest DJ Roger Allen. And Roger, right off the bat, we heard right there some Bill of Rights, a two for one shot, and actually a double shot of Bill of Rights. And rest in peace, Mike Dennis, who did a show, Party With Me Punker, on CITR. He was playing bass on that track for Bill of Rights. Bill of Rights, and you can see them. There's some great footage of them on uh, YouTube playing. And uh, that 7-inch that there is called Meltdown 85. And, um, yeah, they're great. I, I, I love Bill, the band Bill of Rights. And we heard the core. Uh, we actually skipped the song, the core. We heard the song Blind Society and C9 by Bill of Rights from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And that's from a 7-inch. And you wanted to point out all these basically are records you bought over 30 years ago. Yeah, these these are all like, yeah, these are just records that my friends and I, we, we bought, we traded, we, we've borrowed. And, uh, you know, they aren't, they aren't things that have gone out in the last year or so on Discogs and, and purchased for huge amounts of money. They're just, they're, they're music that were inherently the soundtrack to my teenage years, as, uh, as our friend uh, tweeted out. And, uh, yeah, it's just cool that I, I still have them and a lot of this music I still love. Our friend being Eric Flexerhead, who responded to the tweet that I showed all the records you have played on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show. And again, you are Roger uh, Allen. Yeah, Roger. He said, Beyond Possession, Red Tide, SNFU, Mission of Christ, soundtrack of my youth, right here. And actually, I had heard that SNFU originally were called Snafu, but took the A out because they were concerned with punks circling it and saying anarchy. So. Oh, really? Snafu was the original name. That's what I heard. I'm not sure. And shout out to Chai Pig on that. Yeah, and that's similar in a way to the when I was researching uh, for the last hardcore show, the band Instead, because they took out the A and the name Instead because they didn't want to be associated with punks and the anarchy symbol. Uh, before Bill of Rights, we played AKOB, which uh, is another kind of blues, which uh, the UK subs have had an album called Another Kind of Blues. And uh, they're another great Vancouver band, uh, sort of same time period as uh, Forbidden Beat and the Bill of Rights. And featuring Neil from House of Commons. Yes, of course. Yeah, another one. From Victoria. Yeah, another uh, band of that sort of um, time period. And uh, Forbidden Beat, I remember that was the first uh, T-shirt I drew myself. I just had a, a CITR Discord zine, and in it there were some Discorder. pictures. Discorder. Discorder, sorry. And... Um, I had no access or way of buying any kind of punk clothing, and I just thought, well, maybe I'll make my own. And I remember drawing on like a you know an old undershirt, the Forbidden Beat, those guys. I think believe they're in gas masks on a T-shirt, and that was the beginning of my interest in punk. And before that, we heard Winnipeg's uh, Personality Crisis, and uh, Richard Duguay. Uh, he played Duguay. Duguay. He played bass on the, on that uh, album, and he went on to be in bands like Guns N' Roses. But great early versions. Early, uh, they, I think he played on like the Spaghetti Incident. Uh, Personality Crisis are a great Winnipeg band, as are Stretch Marks, who are also from Winnipeg, and we played that them before there. But and uh, Stretch Marks, it's interesting in looking at all these albums. So that album was on the distributed by BYO, Better Youth Organization, uh, Youth Brigade Brothers. And I was a bit surprised when I began looking through a lot of these albums. Uh, SNFU, I believe, were distributed by them as well. 
Could it have been a result of the Another State of Mind yeah. tour? I, I was looking. There just, was a great video yeah, on the net. Yeah, there's a, um, a documentary kind of movie called Another State of Mind. And I thought I thought for sure that maybe that, that tour they were on, maybe it came into uh, Canada. And maybe it that, did. Oh, it did. Okay, well, there you go. I couldn't find any information on that. But um, that's probably how these bands got hooked up. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> what are we going to play right now to end the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show? Uh, we're going to play Kelowna's own Gentleman of Horror, who later went on to become uh, the Grapes of Wrath. And uh, uh, Well, I was going to say, <laughs> we might play a double shot of them because their songs are so short, yeah. right? When you're making an album with 56 songs on it, the songs tend to be pretty quick. Uh, and again, there's some great footage on YouTube from 2006 of Gentlemen of Horror, right? Yeah, 2006? Yeah, it was uploaded. Oh, okay, uploaded in 2006. So it's been there for 14 years. Yeah, yeah, two, yeah 2006 just seems like it was a few years ago, but yeah, 14 years ago. And yeah, that uh, this, uh, this these songs are from like 1981, so they were a very early adapter way out in Kelowna. I don't know exactly who was influencing them to go out and want to be in a punk band, but I have read that they couldn't play anywhere so they would play in like parks and things and the there's residents, a recording of that yeah the residents didn't appreciate it and we <laughs> might play some ruggedy ants one of my records that yeah. i brought in today yeah that would it would be nice to get um a female uh band in on this as well but uh not a lot of not a lot of recordings so if we have one we should play it although right off the top we played no policy featuring rebecca on guitar that's true so it's booked bookmarked by um by uh, female friends. Anything else you want to add to the people out there, though, Roger? Uh, no, I think uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna save what I say to be on the next show, where the whole show will just be things that I say. Why should people care about hardcore punk Canadian version? Why should people care? They should care because uh, music always builds on its history. So any band you hear on the radio today. They were definitely influenced by Canadian hardcore music. Well, thanks so much, Roger. Keep on rocking in the free world and do do loop do. Do do.